what up, guys? We're on the La Perla podcast. Welcome back, episode two. I'm here with my boy Six Pack. We spoke in that Stizzy 40. And is now let me tell you something. We're like halfway through, and it's, I'm bopped. Like, I'm really high, bro. Ooh, what am I doing? Okay, so topic of the day, first topic. Let's just get right into it. You know, I don't bullshit. We're going to talk about self love and what it takes to getting there. What it takes to contributing to that. I know it's um, might sound like a cliche topic. Everybody uses it. Everybody talks about self-love in their own way. Um, but um, you're going to hear it in the Perla way. This weekend, I took myself out. I was off on a Saturday, which is a rarity in the nightlife. You're just never off. It's, it's weird. So I was like, fuck it. I don't have the kids. I'm not working. I'm going to take myself on a day. My friends were busy. Um, so I was like, fuck it. I went to this dope new restaurant called Chelas. They've been open a Chelas NYC. They've been open a few months by the owners of Locksmith Bar. Oscar, shout out to you. Thank you for treating me so excellent. Had some amazing food. My cousin ended up meeting me there um, for drinks, and she had some of the food. She also loved it. We then headed up like to a bar uptown, and we watched uh, the boxing match. I'm not even gonna say nothing about that match, but let me tell you something. That was suspicious. That's all I'm gonna say. I was saying it was a bar fight. But whatever. Don't fight me in the comments. Like, I don't want to. Let's just put a pin on that one. So you have to start doing nice things to your, you know, to yourself. You have to do. No. Doing nice things for yourself. Whether it's a spa day. Whether it's go get your feet and, and nails done. Go do your hair. Go get a facial. Go get a massage. Do something for yourself. Even if you have kids, take that couple hours and just. I don't know. Something you like to do. Play basketball. Bike ride. I don't know. Take a class. Do those things. They're so they're so detrimental to your mental health. Mental health is such a key element in self-love because you have to take care of yourself. You have to, you know, I know years ago you saying that you were depressed, anxious, thinking suicidal thoughts and, you know, going to a dark hole was like, oh, my gosh, she's crazy. Oh, what the fuck? You're doing therapy, you're crazy. That's for, you know, that's for white people, whatever. No, it's for everybody. We need to work on our mental health so that we can pour into ourselves that self-love that we that our soul craves. Like, you cannot go on being miserable. Like, that feels, you're supposed to wake up and be like, yeah, I'm that nigga. Yeah, I'm that bitch. Yeah, let's take on this day. I'm alive. Thank you, God. I'm alive. Let's, let's go. Now, uh, Monday again. I wish I was on vacation. And we all guilty of this. We all guilty of complaining of every element. It's winter. Ah, oh, it's summer. It's so hot. We're never satisfied with what's going on. Like we need to step out of that. You know? And and also step out of societal standards. You know, people feel like, you know, you being transparent about your mental health deficiencies makes you look weak or weird or an outcast, but no, you know, like, be kind to yourself. Don't rush into your next romantic relationship. Take time for yourself to learn yourself so that when you love yourself, people will love you just the way that you've learned to love yourself. Get rid of those toxic relationships this year, like, those people dragging you down. That's not contributing to self-love, to self-care, to evolving as a human, to being good to yourself 
and you know what I'm talking about when I say toxic relationships. It could be your sibling, your lover, your friend, your brother, anybody, your mother. It happened to me. Listen, if I can cut my mother off for two years, there's nobody that you can't cut off. All right, it's just the person that birthed me. But you know, I'm not I'm not entertaining people that are gonna bring negativity into my space, and you shouldn't either. Y'all should not either. And in the spirit of self-love, I'm going into my next segment. And it's something that what y'all stereotypically label us as bartenders, bottle girls, girls in the nightlife industry. We are what? Ding, ding, ding. Tell them what they want. A gold digger. A gold digger. We hear it all the time. We're choppies. We gold diggers. We only want niggas for bread. We only fuck niggas for bread. They only flirt with us for bread. Relax. I'm here to tell you that I am a goal digger. G-O-A-L. Digger. What I mean by that is just that every relationship that I enter, it has to be beneficial for me. Because I'm I, for sure the fuck am going to be beneficial to you, nigga. So if you're going to get benefits from me, I'm going to get benefits. This is a benefit package. Okay? Like, don't... I've learned, as many girls in my my co-workers learn the art of finesse and persuasion and we use that to our advantage yes we use our beauty our bodies to our advantage but it's like it doesn't always have to be monetary it's not that i'm only dating you for economic benefit if you're a dumbass you're a dumbass and i can't vibe with you because i'll cut you off you could be a cornball with money there's a lot of corn to the cob with chains on okay that rhyme right on Anyways, but there's a lot of cornballs with money, and I'm not willing to tolerate stupidity because you have money. So it's like, it's not only economic gain or or stability, let's say. It's also, I'd be holding on to that forever because these niggas don't know I'm mad high. Anyways, it's also, I might be dating a nigga, and he introducing me to somebody who could get me to my next level in life, whether through a job, an opportunity, a gig, an Instagram follow. Anybody can link you to somebody who could potentially change your future. So if you're contributing to my success in any way, whether it be monetarily or through connections or through relationships that I build with you, um, I'll take it. But if you're just like a nobody sitting at home, just like you don't, y'all don't want bitches with their feet kicked up, getting government assistance, sitting at home doing nothing, completely healthy, just lazy. Well, I'm not that bitch. Like, I'm a hustler. I've, I've been working since I was 18 years old, never stopped. Um, my mother could attest to it. I've never, never asked her for $1 after I was 17 years old. Never. I'm too proud. I would rather struggle, not eat that day, than ask my mother for money. That's like, I swear to God. So. You, that's what you're getting from me. You know, we talk about what you bring to the table. What's your value? That's my value. I'm a hustling ass bitch. I don't stop. So with or without you, I'm still going to make shit happen. I might not have as much money as you. That's fine, but I'm working towards it. And I'm not jealous, and I don't hate, and I move on my own path, and I move at my own pace, and I don't compare myself to others. So it's like, y'all shouldn't either, bro. Like, Everybody has their own story. Everybody takes U-turns, goes back, takes a left, takes a right. It's fine. Who are you competing with if not yourself? Set the standards. Set the fucking standards. Be a gold digger. Set the standards with everybody as soon as you meet them. So people are not surprised when you go crazy. 
If you start dating a nigga, you're like, I expect this, this, and that. Reasonable things. Not like I expect a plane tomorrow. No, no. Reasonable things. I expect this, this, and that. Now the male already got informed that. He can't say he wasn't informed that. So if he doesn't fulfill that, you already know what to expect. That's the adult way to do, do things. Instead of setting fake standards, letting the man break them, staying, and then bitching. No, bitch, you stood. <laughs> we don't give ourselves the respect. Sorry, as women. Like, come on, bro, be stronger. But you only learn that when you're older to be intolerable, to be like, to not tolerate shit. It's like, nope. Why do we always so, don't have those memes, Justin LaBoy or whoever the fuck is making memes? It's always on a meme talking about, oh, women over the 30s, you can't even, you got one, half, half a chance to, for them to cut you off. You got one shot and they cut you off. Like, yeah, because we already know. Like, the lions are playing all over in our head. It's on repeat. Oh, what y'all gonna say? It's the same shit. Y'all use the same tired, washed-up line. You guys are not original at all. Like, I could show you 10 DMs that look exactly the same. What are you doing? Oh, let's link. Oh, let me take you home from work. Oh, oh, oh. Y'all doofy as fuck. And that's why I'm a gold digger. You're gonna, I'm going to benefit from you. You dumb? All right, cool. Let's date. I'm going to benefit from you somehow. Yeah, you're going to give me money. Something's going to happen. Or you're going to put me in a better position in life. And so am I. Because I'm I'm, I have value. Maybe not 10 years ago, I didn't have value. But today, Perla today has value. You're going to learn to appreciate that shit around this motherfucker. I ain't taking shit from nobody. Not even friends. Which takes me into my third and final segment. You know, friendship breakups. Relationship breakups are hard. They are. You feel like you're dying. You're you're so heartbroken. My heart hurts. You don't want to eat. You don't want to sleep. You overeat. You know, you feel sick, right? When you lose a person that you really love. Like, you feel sick. You cry out of nowhere. I miss them. But friendship breakups, I think, are even harder because you spend more time with your friends. And usually friendships last longer than relationships. So it's harder for you. It's like the confianza, like the costumbre, which means like you're so used to being around certain people that you really miss that aspect of your life. Let's not break. Um, so you, so you say, damn, like, damn, were they even ever my friend to start? Like, what did I miss? And sometimes it's things that other people pick up. Your mother will be like, that ain't your friend. Un amigo es un peso en el bolsillo. I'm sorry, I can't translate it. Y'all get it. Friends ain't shit. A lot of people ain't shit. And you just didn't see the signs of the envy. And they can envy the stupidest shit about you. Like the dumbest fucking most mean because they fuck with you like that. Like, I envy that. Don't never say that out loud. But they feel that. And it's in the way they look at you. And you maybe never noticed it, but other people noticed it. And then you're, you end up... You're, sometimes people grow apart, which that happens too. Sometimes sometimes friendship breaks up hurt, but it's because of distance. Or people grow apart, but there's no hard feelings. I've had that happen also. But most of the time, it's always like some type of secret animosity. You know why I know? Because things that you said in secret before in a friendship now become public information. So how does now so-and-so know about something I only told you? Well, I think it's the foulest thing you could do. Like, you can hate me and we're not friends, but I will never tell your secrets. Like, they're not my secrets to tell. I'm a bank ball. Like, I'm not. Well, not a bank ball because bank balls have gotten broken into. 
I'm a fucking titanium pearl of all. I'm not, I know nothing. I hear nothing. What? Who is that? No. That's why, and it's something that bitterly I've learned too late in life to trust my gut feelings. I think we always get a gut feeling. But then we wait for the six flags, red flags, after we say, oh, okay, so this is a bad person. Nigga, show that six flags ago, five flags ago at least. One red flag, bye, I'm out of here. You, I, and I know that, and, and that makes me, to my friends, they say I'm decisive, that I don't give people an opportunity, that I'm so cold. I don't even like to be hugged. Like, don't even touch me. It's, it's weird. Like, don't. My friends don't even hug me, and we be like, what up? <laughs> we just, that's how we used to. This is like COVID. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, even before that, I'm just because such a, my mother didn't hug me growing up. Like, so I'm, like, very detached. You wouldn't think that because I'm warm and friendly, like, to talk to, but it's, like, I don't have that like in me, so it's like I really have to love you to be like to be like that. So for you to like, are you got me there? And then you broke my heart as a friend. It's like wow, that you was my friend because I'm so loyal and I'm so like bona, like I'm so willing to be there for everything. Like yeah, you need me at the end to move your luggage, no problem. I'm in a cab. If I could do it, I'll do it. So you know, people use you, and you get a lot of users in your, in your life, and that's that sucks. Because it should be us pouring into each other. We're supposed to be contributing to each other's success. I should want you to be the best you that you are as my friend. And you should wish that the same for me. That's what it should be. But it's not always like that. Closing. My nigga six-pack looks blasted. We're looking at each other in the pure abyss of blastedness. Like, we're in another cloud. It's not even nine. It's 19. He's so reclined on this couch that it's like mood yeah but I appreciate you and I appreciate the opportunities you've given me because let me tell you quick story yesterday no yeah yesterday I text you late but I um text you because a friend that I know since I was like I don't know like 19 my manager when I first met him We've always remained friends. Even I stopped I stopped working at that place and we were still friends. We would meet up like every year and like freaking um you know, brainstorming, you know, cause he's like this like rich white guy, like rich white kid, like you know, that is like, you know, but he's like ghetto at the same time, like he's cool, like he could be down with the gang, like you know, he's cool. So um and we would always brainstorm, but it was always all talk. It never, like, kind of took off from the ground. Like, nobody ever got up and took action. And, he's like, you're the one with the resources, so you're trying to help me out. So you're supposed to be like, yo, meet me here, like, and I'll meet you. Like, I have no problem. Like, but but he tried to basically, like, kind of show his podcast and say, like, you know, I could have helped you. And I was like, well, nothing ever took off from the ground with you. So it's like I kind of had to move forward and make this happen. You know, I've been wanting this for a long time. And like, well, I like, but, and then I said, I continue to say, well, it, it would be great if you would help me and I trying to blow it up, like, you know, since you have, since you have so much experience and, you know, marketing podcasts, we would definitely appreciate your help. And his response to that, because I was very decent in the beginning, but his response to that was, oh, well, there's not, there's nothing I could do now if somebody else is producing um, the podcast because it's a legal issue and he or she can sue. I just saw you recorded one episode. Like, what are you talking about? There's no contracts. Like, what are you... Maybe in down the line there will be. And too bad you missed out because shit's about to blow up, nigga. So it's just to show you, it's just that when you got any type of motion going on, 
you know, people that you thought were your friends, it's like the light will shine. That light on those people that is like were weird to begin with, were just weird people that you gotta have just cut out. Like a lot of people are gonna try to piggyback or like you know, you know now write your coattails after they dubbed you when you was down or you know like it's it's whack. You know how people really want to shine in the light, like we in the light in the light with you, but they weren't riding with you in the dark. So it's like. I know who my real ones are, and I respect everybody in the game. Like you know, in the nightlife, I really don't have enemies because I'm a cool girl. Like I go in the, to to work behind the bar or on the floor. I'm laughing. I'm making jokes. I'm twerking. I'm taking shots. I'm fun. Like I don't give a fuck. I don't really try to have beef with anybody. So it's like that makes people feel me. You gotta feel me because I don't really purposely go in there hitting on nobody, looking at nobody wrong. I'm high already coming to work, so you can't really bother me to begin with. So if you start your shit, I'll be like, God bless. And people know, because girls always laugh at that. Because I'll be like, yo, Prado's response to everything is God bless. Because it is. Because what am I going to do? Fight you? No, I'm fucking old. I'm in my mid-30s, bitch, with two kids. Like, I don't have the energy. They drained it out of me. My four-year-old alone is a tyrant. Like, I don't have the energy to go into work and have problems at work. I don't want to fucking, like, I want a peaceful life. Tinta theme of this episode is peace even in all the segments self-love being a gold digger overcoming toxic friendships it's all in contribution to living a peaceful life regardless of what people gotta say regardless of what people think of you remove those people you see somebody somebody doing subs you know what i do you see just last year i would see a sub and i would think it was about me and then i throw a sub back like, you know, let me post a quote to see if it lands where it needs to land. And if I get something back, I'll know it. They were subbing me. Childish still. Like, now, you know, when I see subs, when, people, when I see people that are petty and they sub all day, well, you know what I do? Mew. And I never see a sub again. How do you contribute to the peace of your life? How do you eliminate triggering things that make you upset? You mute it. You block it. You unfollow it. Not that serious. I remove all negativity, even online. Anything, anybody complaining too much or being negative or like just talking about people or talking about fighting or negativity, mute. Just so they don't get in their feelings over, over an unfollow. I'll mute them. They don't come up on my feed if you mute. Or like, if I'm really not fucking with them, I'll unfollow them or I block them if they're too negative. Like, fake pages, I block fake pages like at least 76 a day. Fake pages. Because I'm not going to entertain that conversation. I'm not there. I've evolved. I'm an evolved Scorpio. If people know about Scorpios, we're very spicy and manipulative and jealous and vengeful. Those are all negative qualities that I did have. I did have those qualities. But I've learned, and, and people know I used to fight a lot. Like, But people know that if I'm able to speak like I've evolved out of that, I'm. it's in me. Don't try a bitch. Because it's, don't touch my me or my kids because we're going to go to war. No threats. I'm just saying we will have a peaceful conversation because let's not get us in trouble. But no, I'm kidding. But no, let's 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 be serious though. Like we need to learn how to evolve past those toxic, you know, attributes that we have from our childhood that we're easily triggered, that our temper can rise at any moment. That's not having emotional intelligence. We have to work at our what is it that they call it now? Fuck. You have to do the shadow work. 
you know, you, you know, that's like, you know, training your inner child or your inner rebel to like calm down and not take things as defensively as we receive things. You know, when people tell you something about yourself, the first reaction is for you to be defensive. You get in fight mode. So the shadow work is supposed to like cure you and like kind of like learn things that are triggering to you and learn how to control those emotions or the reactions to certain triggering things. I said that in one breath, like, am I high? Um, but wrapping up, love yourself, love each other, be nicer, block negativity. Till next time, tune in, La Perla Podcast, sponsored by Bodega. Shout out to my man Six Pack. Good night, y'all.